Hi there, everyone, and welcome to the Athlete Cafe. Hi, guys. I'm Carly, former collegiate lacrosse player. I'm Abby, former gymnast and collegiate dancer. I'm Francis, former collegiate track athlete. And I'm Emily, former collegiate volleyball player. Let's get into today's topics and see what's on the menu. Large cappuccino. Orders up. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Hello. Hello. Got a little. If you're watching, I never know if people actually watch or not. We, if you, if you are on Spotify, I don't know if they do it on Apple or iHeartRadio or anything, but yeah, um, sure. Spotify definitely shows videos for you if you ever are interested mm. in seeing. I what know we look a couple like. of people that watch. My mom puts it on her TV as oh, she's getting ready, and I'm like, mm, don't know if I love that's... that, mom, but I appreciate <laughs> you. So, like, that's on brand for a mom. Yeah. it is a very mom vibe to <laughs> yes. do. Yeah. Um, so for any of you listeners out there that would like to see what we look like, if you don't already know, we um, post the video of the podcast on Spotify. So if you are watching, um, it looks a little redder today, I guess. We have some yeah. red lights. It's some spooky vibes. Spooky, spooky vibes. vibes. We have some nice little Halloween sweatshirts. Happy some little decoration. Happy mm-hmm. Halloween. Carly was going to wear a Halloween onesie and then <laughs> <laughs> neglected to do so. So Because that is the only thing Target had. So <laughs> not that I have that in Apparently, my closet. Apparently, you need Halloween things, yes. you need to go in like Else. August. Yes. Yeah. Do not go um, Friday the 13th. (laughs) But yeah, so um, today we are recording this a little earlier, obviously from Halloween, but this will Mm -hmm. be coming out the week of Halloween. So happy Friday after Halloween for you listening. But today that we're recording it is Friday the 13th. So extra spooky, spooky, which is fun. But Halloween's my favorite time of year. So I'm super. Oh, for sure. Favorite holiday or time of year? See, I had someone ask this question the other day. I said, um, she said fall was her favorite time. And she's like, I don't really, one of my clients, she's like, I don't really have a favorite holiday, but I love, it depends on the one that it falls in the season. So she's like, ah. Halloween is my favorite, but I don't really care much about the day itself, but I just like mm-hmm. the fall season. And I was oh, like, fair. you yeah. know, I think that's, that's fair. I think that's how I feel. I, I think thought I would about take like Thanksgiving that. over Halloween though. See, yeah, I'm not. Mm. Hot take. I don't care for Thanksgiving very much. Yeah. See, I'll, take take, I, I'll take spooky. I'll take spooky. I like the fall spooky vibes, yes. but I'm not about a costume. Fair. Oh, like fair. even That's like fair. in like college and anything like I didn't like a theme. Yeah. I don't like costumes. I'm a I was a gymnast like the bare minimum. from the age. Yeah, so of, you were like I don't want to yeah, do this. Yeah, <laughs> I, didn't, I, don't I was a gymnast every single yeah. year except for my fifth grade year. I was a bathtub. <laughs> I could see it. With I bubbles. With bubbles. It was like a big yeah. cardboard box. I think I did that one year, too. Yeah, it like, was the only, I was a child. It was, yeah, it was in like yeah. the fifth yeah. grade. So. Before that, my mom dressed me as a devil every single year because she... I <laughs> checked out. Yeah, you guys can fill in the blank with that one. So every single year, devil. Like, literally. I, from I, the I, age of one to... Probably ten. <laughs> I, w- I was a witch most years. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I did, I did the witch. I did. Yeah. I did Disney princesses growing up. I think my favorite was like when I was really little, my mom did like this really cute homemade bunny and like little nose. I think there was a bunny once, like my first Halloween, and I like my mom tried Mm -hmm. to put the ears on me, and there's pictures of me screaming bloody murder. Like I wanted no part in it, and I was like, that was a foreshadowing moment of how I feel about costumes. If this doesn't describe their child vibe, it's um, (laughs) my sister and brother. They, my mom would like hand sew their costumes for every year, and I got and you're the devil, like Walmart (laughs) brands. <laughs> or whatever, like devil ever like reuse every year. She just it's dressed you in red, kept the same horns. Yes. Yes. Every every time I was dressed up as a witch, I would go around and be like, "I'm so mysterious." <laughs> And oh, my parents bring it up yeah, all the time. Yeah, I don't get it. Yeah, I, Is that a mysterious? I, I don't know. What's yeah, like mysterious. Oh, cute. I'm so mysterious. <laughs> I don't get it. 
<laughs> it's like I'm just a little stitches. Just a little stitches. If you know, you know. Yeah. Uh, okay. okay, so you can tell that we enjoy fall time. We enjoy yeah. Halloween, I think, for yeah. the most part. Um, spooky season. Spooky vibes. Spooky vibes. So, spooky vibes today on the podcast. Um, but, so our actual topic that we want to get into today, um, not that we couldn't talk about Halloween for a whole hour, but um, I think we've been going back and forth and we just think that, I, I mean, we talk about this all the time, so I don't think we've heard it more lately or anything, but... The idea of self-talk and our inner dialogue. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. this is something that I think is just ever flowing through all of our conversations. And I think it's such a glossed over topic just Mm -hmm. because, you know, I think people really underestimate what self-talk can do for you and what it actually is. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think today we just want to really, we could probably do five different episodes on (laughs) self-talk, which we probably think is crazy because like, what could we possibly talk about self-talk for, for that much? much. (laughs) But there is a ton. So just as a disclaimer for that, we're going to try and hit the big points today. Mm -hmm. Um, I think we're going to really try and define it and just give some different perspectives about what self-talk can be. Um, We're going to give some understanding of how it can be incorporated into like pre-competition, during competition, and post-competition, and then Mm -hmm. go through a little bit of like what a performance evaluation can look Mm -hmm. like to help Mm -hmm. you just kind of have a better all-encompassing perspective of both sides of the good parts of your performance, maybe some of the parts you want to kind of adjust and things like that, just to help you kind of give a guide to go through what self-talk could be and how it could enhance that experience. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That sounds good. So I guess what did you guys think, How maybe start off with what, how was self-talk incorporated into your athletic (laughs) careers? Um, I mean, I think for me, it was a huge part of what I did, uh, like my athletic career, Um, like just running wise, Mm -hmm. a lot of it is yourself and you're running by yourself. Mm -hmm. And so all you really have is the thoughts in your head and uh, what you're saying to yourself. Um, So having like that piece to it and like learning what self-talk is and how I can um, better my performance with it, like made a huge difference in my athletic career because yeah, when you're running, you're just talking to yourself in your head the whole time. So I remember when I swam, because it's like your head is just in water and all you have are your thoughts. Like that is something like that, obviously on a team sport and maybe even with like gymnastics I don't know maybe gymnastics too but like you literally all you hear are your thoughts Uh and I remember just like having my goggles fill up with water because I was crying and I didn't want to be there and I'm like just keep going like so that's how that type of self-talk played into swimming for me she was Um, actually the inspiration for Dory just just keep swimming um but lacrosse like the way I viewed it like way differently than I do now is um, just being positive. Like Mm -hmm. that's how I viewed self-talk, like just be positive, whatever that looked like. And even if I didn't want to be positive or I wasn't like believing what I was saying, like I was just like, just try to be positive. But sometimes that didn't work. You know what I mean? Which Mm -hmm. now I know a lot more about the different roles that it could have had. Exactly. But then that was it. Be positive, be positive to your teammates too. Which I think is a big way that self-talk is just viewed nowadays Mm -hmm. so we'll get into that in a second but I think that positivity aspect is really what people think of self-talk to be right for sure yeah 
I think my self-talk, other than, you know, I was definitely a negative self-talker mm-hmm. and like very much impacted my performance, more so with gymnastics than dance. I think by the time I was, you know, in college dancing, I was a little bit better at it. Um, but I was very much one of those like performance cues, mm-hmm. self-talk. Yep. And I think that just comes pretty naturally from gymnastics because there's a thousand corrections mm-hmm. you're trying to mm-hmm. say. So it kind of lended itself naturally. Like I remember... I would be doing, you know, back walkovers on beam and my self-talk would be square hips over the top. Mm-hmm. And that's what I would say to myself, sometimes out loud, like mm-hmm. you could, there's, your coach couldn't talk to you in the middle of your routine, but mm-hmm. you could kind of talk to yourself a little bit. So I would like mumble that under my breath. Mm-hmm. Um, but then as soon as I wouldn't go square hips over the top and I'd fall, it'd be like, okay, why are you even getting back up on this beam? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I would go more like for the performance cues, less of like the positivity, positivity piece right. of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then as soon as that didn't work, which it often didn't for me, especially on that one scale, like I would just go straight negative self-talk. Like I yeah, was yeah. – That's very common. I bullied myself a yeah. little bit yeah, in, yeah. in yeah. it, so. Mm-hmm. I honestly don't remember even thinking about self-talk. That's fair. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> fair. Yeah. Um, I know it was there for me and I know – I think – I remember it more or less with like some of my teammates of just like hearing their own self-talk and just like what they would say to me and like yes I was probably negative and positive like I definitely knew how to like I knew when I did something well to like cheer myself on but I also definitely fell into the negatives as mm-hmm. well but it was more of like I would hear my teammates be like okay I'm like you got it you got the next one and I'd be like dude stop <laughs> Shut up. like sometimes that positivity or just like the self-talk or even when I heard my teammates like getting mad at themselves I'd be like okay, just let it go. Like, yeah. It's fine. You're okay. Like, so I think the team aspect played more into it for mm-hmm. me of just like recognizing not only in my own, but just like how it affected my teammates and the way they played and even their internal dialogue. I had no idea what they were saying, but I could tell it was affecting them mm-hmm. in that way. So, but, so I'm just saying, if you've never thought about your self-talk, that's okay too. Yeah. I don't even yeah. remember if no. I ever gave it thought. Yeah. <laughs> no. yeah, yeah. I feel like a lot of times it's like, it, it's more so like now looking back at my career yeah. that I have that awareness yeah. of like right. what my self-talk yeah. was. But like in the moment, I feel like I also mm-hmm. didn't have like a huge awareness of right. like what I was saying and how it was like affecting. I would agree with that. Yeah, I think now everything. I know what the name of it is. I don't right. think at the time I did. I don't think right. really anybody no. did. Anybody, no. Yeah. yeah. I feel like that's something I struggle with, though, too, is, like, I assume people do. Like, oh, nice. now that I know it, I've been educated mm-hmm. on this. Like, oh, yeah, you know, what's what's your self-talk? Like, well, what? what do you mean? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I think it's one of those we always are like, well, you should just automatically know that negative self-talk is not going to help you. Yes. And some people are like, but I want to be harsh on myself. Yeah. I yeah. want to do all these things. And then, you know, it opens up this whole other conversation. But I think that's why having these conversations mm-hmm. is so important because mm-hmm. you don't know what you don't know. Right. Mm-hmm. And at least, you know, entertaining the idea that maybe positive self-talk could help in a different way right. than yeah. more of that negative self-criticism piece yeah. of things. So hopefully today you can just take away some different perspectives. I mean, that's what I – like hopefully you always do from our podcast (laughs) but just like understanding okay how can my self-talk be different what do I actually do like try Mm -hmm. and figure out what it is and what you want it to be potentially Mm -hmm. so I think the first piece to understand is like self-talk is literally your internal dialogue like that's how I explain it It is the good things you say the bad things you say just like any conversations you have with yourselves like I always tell Mm -hmm. my kids like I talk to myself all the time during the day whether it's out loud or whether Mm -hmm. it's in my head and like that's self-talk even if you're not telling yourself anything and you're just walking yourself through a process or like thinking about okay what are my plans for the day like any any inner dialogue you have is self-talk and it's the way that you talk to yourself the way that you think and it's crazy to me because I know people like 
don't sometimes don't yeah. have that or they mm-hmm. don't have the capacity to do that or like they can't think of words or like they don't see words i don't know mm-hmm. there's like so many layers to it that i don't know enough about because i'm yeah. not a brain person but <laughs> um like if you do have that ability to like understand just like how that happens for you just think about it in more of like a wide spectrum of what that self-talk can be mm-hmm. but i think like we've all shared um i think people really think of self-talk as like the you got it like that really you're the fluffy you're the best yeah, i don't know what that's the cheerleader yeah the cheerleader and mm-hmm. and while positive affirmations are great like i see so mm-hmm. many people nowadays making like tiktoks or videos about like their daily affirmations and like they mm-hmm. get up in the morning and they say all these things to yourself that are gonna motivate you and just make you feel good and those are amazing mm-hmm. like those mm-hmm. are so necessary and they need to be there but in a sport realm sometimes that's not always going yeah. to be great because I know in volleyball if I hit two balls out of bounds and I get back down I'm like okay you're all, you're awesome you're still the best one <laughs> out here that's, I'm gonna be like what the hell yeah. like, you're gonna roll your eyes at your own <laughs> yeah. self yeah, yeah. Like, there's no I, way that's gonna help me through and, it and I feel like even like talking to like some of my athletes um like that's their perspective of it too and so like when we talk about self-talk they're like I mean, yeah, like I tell myself positive things, but when I make a mistake, I don't feel positive about it. And so it like doesn't work. And so like, I I feel like a lot of people just have that assumption of like, oh, it's all the fluffy positive things that you say. And that's a good chunk of it. But yeah, in sports, it doesn't always have to look like that. And I think that's where people say like, being nice to myself doesn't work. Like I have to be negative to myself. I think it's because they think positive self-talk. I think maybe like it's more of productive right. self-talk, right? Mm-hmm. It doesn't need to be that really fluffy thing. It doesn't mean you have to yell at yourself. Right. But right. That fluffy piece of things doesn't work, especially I found like with my male athletes that I work with, they're like mm-hmm. not giving myself a rah-rah speech right. after, right. you know, a bad race or, you know, I don't, you know, game, score yeah. the goal, whatever it is. I'm like, yeah, I get it. Like, yeah. it, it still sucks. It still doesn't mm-hmm. feel good. You don't have to do that. So mm-hmm. I agree with you. And yeah. it just being like neutral is fine. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, go attack. Like those stupid, like those words are really helpful and they're encouraging and motivating and productive, but they're also not going to make you feel bad about yourself. Mm-hmm. Right. right. Yeah. And I will say like negative self-talk does exist and that is mm-hmm. definitely what you want to stay away from. And sometimes we don't even realize we're doing negative self-talk. Mm-hmm. It's like mm-hmm. you, you know, you come down from a play or whatever and you're like, oh my God, that was horrible. I suck. Like why, why am I even here? Mm-hmm. And, you know, why am I even playing today? Like I, I, sh- I just should get subbed out. Like I deserve to be on the bench. Like all of those things, all of those thoughts are valid, first of all. Mm-hmm. But it's like being able to recognize like how are those thoughts affecting the way that you're playing. Like if you, I would say if you need to get get out your frustrations, get Absolutely. it out. Like say whatever you got to say, but then recognize, okay, is that lingering with me? If I say I suck, like – is that sticking with me for the next three or five points? Mm-hmm. Like, or if I say I suck, it, yeah, hitting for me, hitting the ball out of bounds, yeah, that does mm-hmm. suck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is right. what it is. But I knew for me, like, I just got it out and then I could move on to the next mm-hmm. one. I still knew I was capable of, like, getting a kill the next play. Right. Like, it didn't mm-hmm. stop me from or discourage my confidence from being what it was. Mm-hmm. So I think it's just, like, understanding, does that negative self-talk take over for you? Can mm-hmm. you change it to more productive or constructive? Mm-hmm. Like, the keyword you were talking about, Abby, like mm-hmm. – having more of that type of self-talk to pl- take place of more of that negative self-talk or yeah. just figuring out what it does for you. I've had some athletes that are like, no, I'm really motivated when I kind of mm-hmm. crap on myself. Like yeah. when I talk negatively to myself, I'm yeah. actually like really encouraged by that. I'm like, yeah. great. You keep doing what you're doing because it's not affecting you negatively yes, exactly. your performance. Now in this conversation, I think that's the bigger question is like, is what you are currently doing inner dialogue wise affecting you negatively exactly Mm -hmm. what you said Emily and if the answer is yes that's when 
that's when you make Listen the adjustments. Listen to us. <laughs> some good adjustments. And I um, think that's where you just need to, you know, think back to your last game, to your last mm-hmm. practice, whatever it might be, and say, okay, what was my self-talk like? Was it, you know, more positive? Was it more negative? But how did that impact my playing? Right. Mm-hmm. How did that mm-hmm. impact how I felt about my playing? Yeah. And if, you know, everything's lining up and you feel like it was helpful or productive, mm-hmm. maybe you don't need to change it. But it's just more of like you have to take that minute or like that day to reflect on it so you know, is this something that I need to work on? Is this something that I need to change? Yeah. So that at least you know the reason behind why you're being maybe a little harder on yourself. If right. that works for you, great, but you just need to do it intentionally. You have mm-hmm. to be purposeful about it. I think, sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say one of the more interesting things that I feel like I've learned about recently when it comes to self-talk is just like you might use all the different kinds. It just depends on like the moment or the situation that you need it. And so like um, kind of on the on the way to the game, maybe you do need to be fluffy, be that cheerleader for yourself, like Mm -hmm. or maybe you need to be negative, like whatever. It's just you can use different self-talk in different moments of like after you make a mistake or right when the game's starting or all of those different moments to help get what you want from yourself in those mm-hmm. moments, if right. that makes sense. Right. And that might take a little bit of planning, too. And Absolutely. again, just that awareness. But I think adding on to that, though, I think it's so important to recognize when like positive self-talk can be helpful for you. Like mm-hmm. You still have to cheer on the successes that you have mm-hmm. and force right. yourself to say, like, okay, I just did something really good. Mm-hmm. Like That was awesome. Great job. Like I'm proud mm-hmm. of myself. Yeah. Like Giving yourself that credit and talking in that positive way in those moments just as much as when you make mistakes. Mm-hmm. And I think that's also where a lot of my kids struggle with just like, I mean, most of the, we strive for the success, but we care more about our mistakes. Mm-hmm. So it's right. like being able to give equal amount of space to both or at mm-hmm. least more some some space to the positives too you yeah, know right. practice that self-talk that po- more positive self-talk um but yeah so I guess that hopefully that gives a good all-encompassing mm-hmm. view of like what self-talk can be and it can just it basically what we're saying is it can be multiple different things yeah, yeah. it doesn't have to be what this like ideal positive affirmation mm-hmm. type mm-hmm. thing is yeah, it's not yeah. a place for it but doesn't have to be that all the time right and so oh, yeah um I think just what Carly was saying earlier um sometimes you need to prepare yeah. what you need to say mm-hmm. in those moments um because I know like at least for me like in the heat of a race if I'm not if I w- like wasn't doing well like I my brain didn't automatically go to the self-talk that I needed in that moment, it went to the habit of what I would Mm -hmm. typically use. And so um, I feel like sometimes like having that prep part of it and like preparing yourself like, okay, if this happens in my race or if this situation comes up in my game or whatever, I need to say these specific things Mm -hmm. to myself. Yeah. Yeah, Right. Having like it almost like pre-scripted. Right. You know, after a mistake, these are the things that I need to tell myself. You know, after a success, these are the things that I need Mm -hmm. to say to myself. Because Mm -hmm. in that moment, you are feeling so many different things that it can be hard to pull on whichever form of self-talk you know Mm -hmm. is most helpful for you in that moment. So if you know, this is how I need to talk to myself before a game, Mm -hmm. after a mistake, you know, during a success, and you already have those things pre-planned, it's a lot easier to just pull out that, you know, Mm -hmm. script with those words on it. And I think it's hard because, you know, I think, as you know, a population of athletes, 
we practice maybe that negative self-talk a lot more. So we're a lot mm-hmm. better at defaulting to those harsh right. things, right? The when you're in the middle of a race and it's not going it. well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That habit, we practice that a lot more, I think, just societally. Um, so if you can have that list of positive things that you've already planned ahead of time, mm-hmm. it takes that guesswork out and it can – Not that you won't go to that negative self-talk, but it'll help pull you to the direction of self-talk that you need so much more productively, which helps you get to the end goal that you want. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think what you said was like the habit piece. Like if Mm -hmm. you know yourself and you're like, I know I default to this. I don't even think about it. It's just my natural ability and I just go there. I go negative or whatever. Like that is the the planning piece is so important. And that can can look so many different ways. Like Mm -hmm. That could be you getting the notes app on your phone open and writing self-talk statements Mm -hmm. and you just read that off like right whenever the moment is that you need to read that. Or Emily and I work with a lot of teams and we provide like laminated cards with self-talk like you could get an expo marker, write it down. Yeah. You know, right. like pack it. Write it on their, on their arm, arm in the middle of the race. Yes. And yes. Covered, has to <laughs> yeah. go and, you know, oh, <laughs> just getting <laughs> really excited apparently. <laughs> um, but right, like it's one of those like put it in a place that's going to mm. work for you. Maybe it's you need to tell a teammate, hey, I'm going to come to you and say, I need you to say this to yes. me. Yes. Right? Yeah. It's using whatever sort of resources mm-hmm. that is for you, depending on. You know, in gymnastics, you have maybe a minute break between, you know, each event. So you can look at that, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The water bottles. The water bottles. The water bottles. Right, yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Putting right. a piece of tape on your water bottle and writing, writing. you know, mm-hmm. one for that, right? It, mm-hmm. it just looks different based on the pace of your sport. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's – that's where you're the expert in your sport. You know how it's going to work best for right. you. Mm-hmm. And I think it's important to note, too, that, like, even if you have these pre-written statements, like, they are not the end-all be-all. Mm-hmm. If, you, if you think, okay, beforehand, this is what might work – let me write it down. Let me think about it. Then you actually get in the moment. You're like, dang, that was not it. Like, yeah. That's okay. Just yeah. like change the script. Change it. Like, <laughs> right. That and is that's fine. where you have to continuously practice these yes. things. Mm-hmm. Same type of thing. Just like we say, you've got to practice the mental stuff just as much as you practice the physical stuff. But it's not like you're doing that one time. And if it doesn't work, then you just are screwed. Just like, right. And you should yeah. just give up on yes. fixing it. Absolutely. Right. Not. You just got to. And some situations that what you created might work and then other situations it might not. Like mm-hmm. it is so, mm-hmm. which I wish I had a better answer for that because that might just right. frustrate people. But mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it, you've got to really just ebb and flow with what you're feeling and what you need at that time. But um, yeah, I think it's so important to take time ahead of time to do it mm-hmm. and to just recognize okay like I'm putting in this work and then actually reminding yourself of like okay I did this already yep mm-hmm. this is what I know I need um I actually funny I had a client this week who she was worried she had she plays volleyball but um I don't know if she'll end up listening to this but she uh was has a big like rivalry game this week in volleyball and so she was very worried about the crowd and very worried about Mm -hmm. you know all of the Mm -hmm. different pieces to that but we were talking through and so she we've been working a lot on her self-talk because often it's not very positive and um she was like yeah Emily like actually last week when I was at my game um you know I was I was saying something and then I literally stopped and I was like no what would Emily say and she like had she's like I literally thought of your voice and it just really helped me like reframe what I was Mm -hmm. doing and I was like that's amazing I was like I tell people that all the time like if you need someone else's voice or you need one of your teammates like you guys Mm -hmm. said to like help keep you accountable like that's fine like use it yeah use my voice and I think that actually that point of use somebody else's voice Mm -hmm. you know sometimes having it detach from you Mm -hmm. is really helpful I was working with a group of younger gymnasts this Mm -hmm. week I was really fortunate to like go into their club and you know that idea of self-talk is hard for kids Mm -hmm. sometimes so Mm -hmm. you know we did this little activity where you know I kind of said like you know how like in TV shows, there's always that one scene where there's an angel and a devil sitting on the guy's shoulder mm-hmm. telling him what to do. And so we had our bully brain, mm-hmm. which was the brain, part of our brain 
that said mean things to us. And then we had our brave brain, which gave us, you know, the more positive self-talks. And I had them give them names, right? And, you know, the names that they came up with, I said, it can't be your coach's name and it can't be a teammate's name or your mean (laughs) side of your brain. Um, But I said, give it a name, right? Make it somebody else. Make it somebody else's voice. Mm -hmm. Because I think sometimes... Like, we would never let somebody else talk to us like that. Right, so, right. you know, one of them was Bob was their bully brain. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why Why would you let Bob talk to you like that? Mm-hmm. And then I think one of them, uh, somebody named, like, Elsa was their uh, brain Brave. brain. Yeah, it's cute. And they're like, well, what would Elsa tell you? And mm-hmm. it was a lot easier for them to, you know, separate it from themselves mm-hmm. a little bit. Yeah. And then, you know, I gave them little name tags and they had each of the name. And before they would go and do the skill that they were struggling, I said, who's talking? Mm-hmm. Is Bob talking mm-hmm. or is Elsa talking right now? Mm-hmm. And if Bob's talking, what does Elsa need to say to Bob to get him to shut up a little mm-hmm. bit, right? Yeah. And I think, you know, detaching that from yeah. like them Helpful. personally mm-hmm. made it a little bit easier, right? So like your mm-hmm. athlete being like, okay, what would Emily be telling me? Because yeah. Emily yeah. can be a lot nicer to me than maybe I can be to myself. Mm-hmm. Right. So sometimes detaching it from that personal level helps practice yeah. these things yes. until you can internalize it a little yeah. bit more. I've never thought of it that way. Oh, oh my gosh, it was the that's cutest so cutest things. Me. Cutest things. One of them so did cute. make their brave brains name Abby, and I shed Aww. a slight tear. <laughs> I said I'm crying real tears so right now. Cute. So that's amazing. Um, yeah, no, these are all really good points, and I think it's just – Again, so many things to take away and so many things to just hopefully help self-evaluate, mm-hmm. which I think – I know we talked about, like, understanding what you need for pre-competition, during competition, and post-competition. Mm-hmm. And I think just for you, knowing what your sport is, like, we're not going to go in a deep dive of what that would be, but just, like – yeah, maybe it is beforehand. You need a little more of that confident self-talk, reminding mm-hmm. yourself of what you're capable of, like understanding what you need to play well that day or do well that day, whatever it is. And then in competition, it could be more of that management of, okay, what's going to happen? What mm-hmm. might I need? And then afterwards, mm-hmm. I think we've always talked about having a performance evaluation, yes. yeah. which yeah. I yes. think is really helpful and something I wish I would have definitely done when I played. Oh, I could have so Same. used this, especially in college. Mm-hmm. So I guess – I do that. Yeah, I do performance evaluations with all of my clients who are actively having games and competition, like Mm -hmm. in our session, Um, and specifically with a client who um, identified herself as like always been like a pessimist, like she's been pessimistic. She's always had very negative self-talk her whole life. Mm -hmm. And that's like negatively affecting her soccer performance. So I created like a... um, a unique one for her that was like exactly what she felt like she needed to think about after a game because mm-hmm. immediately gets off the field. I did this wrong, this wrong, this wrong, but she had 10 goals in the game, right? Yeah. So like immediately <laughs> thinking about the negative and then she's like, I had a horrible game. And then she's telling me that she had 10 goals. I'm like, what was horrible about yeah. that? Like, yeah. please, yes. let please let me know. <laughs> please like, let me know. So the math ain't mathin'. what that looks like, and it can look different for everyone. And I'm sure we all do it differently, but I just have them like go through things that they were really proud of or things that they felt like they did well in a game um make that list as until they can't anymore mm-hmm. um and then things that they not that went bad but that they want to improve on for the yes. next game so things that were like just not ideal or maybe they made a mistake or um was just like a limitation for them and they want to work on that in their next week of practice to mm-hmm. improve on it and not have it happen mm-hmm. again for the next game um and then for this specific client we went through like her big thing is like taking opportunities in soccer. So like not just mm-hmm. passing the ball all the time, but also mm-hmm. shooting and mm-hmm. kicking and all of those things because she just tends to pass. Yep. And so, you know, I had her evaluate that. Like, did you take, how many opportunities did you take? And was that a good number based on like how many you were given right. in that based game? Um, you know, cause I think so often kids are like, well, I only had three, I only, 
kicked three times. I'm like, well, was that how many times you get the ball the entire game? You know, like you have yeah. to like, think oh, about. Yeah, four times. I'm like, well, then you're average. Exactly. Your percentage is pretty <laughs> exactly. darn good right yeah. there. Yeah. So per yeah. the name of a performance evaluation, you are just evaluating yourself in a neutral or positive way that's yeah. not like crapping on your performance of like, oh, I had this mistake and that mistake. Okay, well, what are you learning from those things? And how can right. you work on that skill or that specific thing to help you not do that again in yeah. the future? And that takes that, you know, maybe less productive self-talk mm-hmm. and puts it into action items. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Right? Instead of just saying, well, it was a terrible game and I suck. Yeah. Okay, you don't want to feel that way again. How, what are you going to focus on in this practice? So you're taking that negative self-talk, figuring out why that's happening and then making mm-hmm. actionable items from it to get better right exactly. yeah yeah I with one of my runners like we came up with a process for him where um like after his cross-country races like on the bus ride home he actually goes into his notes app and mm-hmm. he writes one thing that went well and one thing that he learned from yeah. in that race and um and like the way that we kind of like talked about it like he's training his brain to first pick out that mm-hmm. positive thing yeah. to like first go to that because yeah like we get in the habit of as soon as you step off you're like this this and this went wrong yes. and like it was horrible so training your brain to like first okay something went well it could be as small as like I cheered on my teammate mm-hmm. right like I um I know I like my leotard that I wore today I only had to fix my ponytail three times it could be I finished the race today <laughs> um and but like picking out that pos- that one positive thing cuz i promise you there's one mm-hmm. and then picking out like reframing that negative piece to it of like you learned something yeah. from that yeah. you learn from your failures mm-hmm. right um so what did you learn how can you improve for next time yeah but, i love that going back to your point earlier emily of like cheering on the things that you actually did well and being happy about that. Like I've incorporated with a different client, just like one thing you're proud of that's Mm -hmm. different from like the things that went well, like what are you proud of? And it's really Mm -hmm. fascinating to hear the different things. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, cause it's very, you know, it it can look different for everyone, but either it's something very big or very small. And it's just like Mm -hmm. interesting to see like, okay, that's a thing that they really like, we're happy about within their performance. Like, yes, we had the section of like the good things or the strengths, but like this was the biggest thing for them, you know? And then that's where you take that and you say, okay, those are the types of things that I feel best reflecting on. Mm -hmm. How do you prepare self-talk statements that remind you of those moments that help you identify those moments when they're happening mid game, mid performance Mm -hmm. to help carry you through, right? It's, it's doing that reflection piece of Mm -hmm. things so that you know how to, you know, you start to learn what you need in certain moments yeah. when you do that reflection piece. And we said preparing for self-talk, well, this is the next step. Like yeah. doing performance evaluations, like that really shows your commitment to the mental side because mm-hmm. like that takes time. Yeah. Like I have my clients, they that. print out papers every single week. They write on them. Like yep. that's a lot. That's yeah. a lot to do. And you are taking that five minutes, 10 minutes, whatever, however long it takes you to do it. Like to really reflect and sit there and be like, what did go well? Like yeah. what mm-hmm. happened in this game or this competition that made me feel good? Like that's the intentional stuff that we yes. look for. And yeah. that really right. makes those so we talk big about differences. Time and time again. Yeah. yeah. And 100%. I do think that there's like a time and place for that too of like, yes, you can do it right after on the bus. You mm-hmm. can do it when you get home. Like I think there's, I know Abby, you talk about like sometimes if your performance wasn't really what you thought it should have been like, Throw yourself a pity party for a little bit. Oh, I'm a big fan of the pity party. Take some time. Mm -hmm. Like, go through whatever emotions you're feeling. Because we're not sitting here telling you to, like, if you have a bad game from your point of view, like, that's okay to be frustrated. It's okay to be upset. Like, Mm -hmm. we don't expect you to sit down and be like, okay, what was the positive? Like, right in the locker room, (laughs) you know? Like, take that time for yourself and figure out, okay, can I give myself a little bit of time for a pity party to just, Mm -hmm. like, 
be in my emotions, be sad for a little bit, oh, yeah. be frustrated, mm-hmm. and then being like, okay, I know I have this to look forward to, and I know mm-hmm. this is like I have to have be in the right mindset to be able to find these positive things. Right. Yeah, yeah, I had an athlete. She's a gymnast, very high level, you know, and she had, you know, before season starts because gymnastics season kicks off here in like a month, so everybody's, you know, scrambling a little bit, a little panicked. I remember it. But she was having a meeting with her coaches, you know, parent meeting, coaches meeting all together, which is always nerve-wracking when you're like, these two people should never speak to each other. We're going to go sit in a room (laughs) and I have to talk about it. But they had a self-evaluation form, and a lot of it was, you know, not necessarily the skills, but how do you think you are coachability wise? Mm-hmm. What rate yourself in resiliency and, you know, work ethic and all of these really interesting questions. And I had met with her one week and she was, you know, she had a tough practice. There was a lot of things going on. You know, potentially the end of her gymnastics career was kind of on the line. And she rated herself on a couple of questions. And we didn't really talk about it. I said, you know mm-hmm. what? Next week we're going to go through this together. Mm-hmm. And so the next week we met and we went through it together. And you know, she had a little bit of a better week. We kind of reframed mm-hmm. some thinking. And I said, okay, so for that resiliency piece, that's the one that really sticks out to me. What would you give yourself? And she goes, I think I'd give myself like a four and a half or a five. And I said, absolutely. That's what I would have given you too. Can you tell me why? She looks at the paper and she's laughing. She goes, I filled this out last week and I literally gave myself a one. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, and that's where sometimes when Timing. you do those reflections right after a bad practice mm-hmm. or a bad week, they're going to be so much lower. Then we talked about it. You know, yeah. why are you reflecting yeah. in certain ways? And it was such an eye-opening moment for her yeah. that I think that's why sometimes you need to have a pity party because yeah. you need to give yourself the time and space to like realize I'm being too hard on myself, but that mm-hmm. can be, you know, such a valuable tool too, you know. It was yeah. a cool experience to kind of get her. And it's one of those I knew that that was probably what's yeah. going to happen. And then yeah. I was like, this is good. Like yeah. this is a good moment for you to realize right. you were being so hard yeah. on yourself. I think that really connects to this like idea that I'm trying to talk about more is like the I think or I feel type mm-hmm. of difference or like mm-hmm. the I am differences. Yeah. So like I feel that I did bad in my game, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. But was that the actual fact of the situation yeah, while right. you scored 10 goals? You can feel that way. Yeah. And that's something you got to work on to be happy and proud yeah. of yourself because you actually, the mm-hmm. evidence shows that you actually had a good game and you were successful. Yeah. Um, but versus like, I did bad. Like, and yes. if you did bad, that's fine. We all have bad games yeah, and you absolutely. can feel crappy about that. But like, I feel versus like the actual fact of the situation, right. I think is we tend, I do it all the time. I'm like, I, I, feel, I think this, I feel this. Like, well, no, what is actually yeah, going actually on? Yeah. Like, yes. yeah. Yeah. No, I like that. And I think that is a big shift for probably a lot of people because, like, I i mean, I know you started saying this a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. I'm like, wow, I've never thought I about know. that. I know. It took right. me a couple of days yes. to sit with it and notice my own examples. Yes. And I yes. started to talk to some kids about it, too. Mm-hmm. It's powerful. It's interesting. It's yeah. famous saying of stick to the stick facts. Stick to the facts, baby. <laughs> Don't assume. Stick to the facts. Yep. Yep. Really on the side ask of the questions. Do the things you need to do to get what was really going on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, too, kind of just as a last little tidbit of, like, self-talk can I'm trying to think of how I want to say this like based on how you view your confidence based on how you view your expectations mm-hmm. based on how you view how you like cope with mistakes like we talk about so many topics with all of our clients and just even on here on this podcast but like self-talk can be weaved into so many so many things so, many things. so it's like if you know okay, my self-talk is really sucky in the game because my expectations are too high. Okay, like let's dial back our expectations and see what's what going that happens. on. Mm-hmm. Like if my self-talk, I know I need good self-talk to help keep my confidence up mm-hmm. when I make mistakes. Mm-hmm. Like how can I shift my self-talk to help that confidence and maybe right. not as much of the expectations. Like Absolutely. kind of there's definitely 
a, a higher level to this to understand mm-hmm. more of like where yeah. you're at and why that self-talk truly might be affected so much. And I think that's what also makes it cool is that it can be like weaved into any anything part of, right. part of conversation mm-hmm. to and help balance that and boost in it. In sport and outside of sport. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yes. I just like go back to somebody, one of my athletes was talking about, she's like, you know that scene in Mean Girls <laughs> when they all come home from school and they all go in front of the mirror oh, and they yeah. all start and talking all negatively get, yes. about themselves yes. and like she's sitting there and she was like, I guess I should come up with something. Yeah. Like <laughs> it's kind of like it all, you know, can go outside of life mm-hmm. too and then you start yeah. to notice these trends of self-talk and how other right. people's self-talk can influence your own self-talk mm-hmm. and yes. that's yes. where maybe some of that social approval comes comes in and confidence comes in and it all connects us. (laughs) So what we're really trying to say is this is very complicated. So come talk to us because we'll help you. (laughs) Or, you know, I think something I also wanted to bring up is we talk about all the time, you know, we worked with this worksheet. I had them fill this out. Mm -hmm. I had them go through this. Um, We on our website, on the Sharpened Skills website, just put up tons of resources, tons of free resources, additional content. We've got videos up there, all these things that when you hear us talking about, I had them fill this out or we worked through this. We've we've put a lot of that stuff out there for you guys. So Mm -hmm. go check that out because I think when you see it written in front of you, it'll make sense of how we actually work through this kind of stuff with athletes because you don't have to figure it all out on your own and say like, how do I take what they just said in this, you know, 40 minute podcast and actually go through those steps myself. We've got, we've got some guides on there for yeah. you tons mm-hmm. of stuff training.com look up the resources so like a backslash or anything um, backslash free resource no just probably, probably <laughs> our website you'll Google, find it Google, 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 website and it is under the resources tabs mm-hmm. um we have content yeah the uh, videos and then our podcast is linked there too mm-hmm. in case you ever wanted to look more about it the info page but yeah I think that that'll help I think if you know any of this stuff doesn't quite make sense on how do we actually walk through this step by step Mm -hmm. yes you'll see some examples of that on there and then you know take it and modify it for what works for you right Mm -hmm. if you have questions of this is almost right I'm not quite Mm -hmm. sure you know send us an email shoot us a text DM us us, like we'll we'll help you with that Mm -hmm. right yeah Cool. Cool. That's good. All right. I feel like we went through a decent amount, hopefully enough to digest today. Yeah. I'm sure we'll revisit this (laughs) self-talk time and time again. Part two eventually. But, and again, like if you listen to this today and you're like, wow, I am way off or like I am doing this completely wrong. What the heck is wrong with me? Okay, first of all, check your self-talk. But second yeah. of all, <laughs> um, go back to episode, go back to the beginning of episode. Go back to the beginning. Really good. That was that good, was good. Emily. That was good. Um, but it's okay. Like you're yeah. learning yes. and the fact that you're here listening and the fact that you're here trying and like mm. putting yourself in positions to get better, like that is just amazing it's and it's mm-hmm. the first step. So if you feel like you can learn and you, this is your time, start now yeah. and, yeah. and change mm-hmm. it. Um, so yeah, that's my awesome. I guess my takeaway today is yeah, cool. evaluate your self talk. Yeah, have so, a yeah. happy Halloween, happy spooky season, <laughs> happy yes. spooky season, happy spooky season. Probably next time we see you, it'll be close to Thanksgiving. Yeah, that's where I thrive. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting cold. Yes, that is that is yes. the sad part though. Here in Cleveland, Ohio, it's going to be vest very cold. season is upon us. <laughs> I am started. In, it it is started for everyone. Yes. Everyone's rocking yes. the vest nowadays. Oh, I just yeah. Love it. Awesome. Awesome. We'll see you next time. See you next time. Bye. If you like what you're listening to, be sure to follow the Athlete Cafe on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. You can find us wherever you enjoy listening to your podcasts. 